Hello. Hello. Industry. Industry. Welcome back to Industry Tactics. My name is Friendly Rich. I'm your loyal host. And on the podcast today, episode 71, a conversation with the drummer, orologist, and uh, wizard from a, from, a, from a different time, seemingly, Mr. D. Alex Meeks. Happy Canada Day, everybody. And if you want to hear me playing with the Nihilist Spasm Band, get your tickets in advance. We're playing Thursday, July 4th, this coming Thursday at the Rivoli. Enjoy it, my conversation with the one and only D. Alex Meeks. fiscal year 20 so when people come up to you every time i've just been observing when they come up to you and they go what's your name and you go i'm d alex and they go sorry and i say oh it's like alex with a d you just say d and then you stop for a second it's the best and i i like after like the 80th it's d alex i kind of thought of you and went you do that all the time don't you yeah i do that all the time and you're okay with it? It's fine. I think it's all right. Once people get it, they don't. Then they're like, "Oh yeah." Some, some, if someone's like, "I knew this guy, D. Alex," they're like, "Oh, I know that guy." Yeah. Because who else? It's you know. very. It's comforting to, when when you're on the inside of knowing D. Alex. Yeah. It's great to know, and it's your thing. It's kind of. It's one of your many it's, things. It's easy. Yeah. I think, it is uh, kind of easy. Yeah. There were just a bunch of Alexes when I was a kid, like too, uh. too many, and I didn't want to be like, you know, Alex Four. So I was like, I'm gonna be D. Alex because it's my middle name, right? So did you flip it? D, no, D. no, D D is my... Fr- I'm David. David Alexander Meeks. Right, I remember yeah. that. I remember that. The only time I've ever heard you say that your name is David, mm. David Alexander, was when you called... You were quite nervous when you called the clock-making shop in oh, uh, yeah. Trois-Rivières. Yeah, you, the and, you, and, and there was no bullshit there. You had no time for... It's D Alex. They yeah, would have yeah. hung up on yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, all yeah. I have. That's my watchmaking name. It's that's David. It's your, David. Uh, all week, I'm David, you know. So, okay, uh, when I, that's kind of beautiful, right? You have yeah. different names and different persona for different um, gears that you you're in, that's right? right? Yeah. So if someone calls asking for David, I know it's either the tax man or some. Now it's some watch person. Okay, cool. Because I want to actually get into your different names then, uh, and and one of the one of the one of the areas we're going to de- dive deep into, I hope here with this talk, is your clock making. Your David, your David I, that's side. That's right, the, the David side. Yeah, yeah, and and the D Alex side is more the. That's your kind of in a way. Is that kind of your musician name? That's how you. Yeah, I suppose so. Many of us know you as this. Yeah, D Alex. That's your magician name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some people call me Dale. Ooh, Dale X. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I get it. Sorry, yeah. it took a second. Daleks. Yes. Yes, that's right. You're Daleks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, if you really want to, you know. Yeah. You no, gotta, we don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. 
So, okay, so talk to me. Where did you grow up? South Carolina. Ooh. Yeah. I know this, of course, and I know that you have a... You're made up. You're not even here. Well, uh... <laughs> it's too beautiful a story, your story. Let me tell it. Please do. No, stop. It's better. It's better that way. You know what I like about this podcast so far? The fact that there's a TikTok of a really cheap clock in the background of the whole thing. That's our little bed. <laughs> it says latte. Bed. Oh, it says, says latte. Yeah, it says we're hungry for coffee on that little yeah. TikTok of that little shitty clock. It's ticking. Um, but you are so beautiful in that you come from, you were, up at, look, rumor has it, none of this has been verified, although he does have enough photos that I'm believing the lore. But apparently, rumor has it that he was raised by retired Hollywood lions. Is that fair yeah, to that's, say? That's accurate. Is that like almost close? Yeah, that's 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 the whole truth. Come on. Okay, tell it. Yeah, well, tell so, it in your uh, own words. So please. yeah, my my parents operate an animal park in the foothills of South Carolina. And what are your folks' names? David. Hence the there you have it. There yeah. it is. And Lucia. David, David and, and Lucia. David and Lucia. Yeah. And the, your your grandfather of you, you, the my father mom's of dad, Lucia yeah. Yeah, yeah. is ninety today. Duncan Alexander. Let's dunk for Duncan. Yeah, he's a D. Okay. Alex too. Yeah. 90, so we raise a glass to Duncan today, and he hung out with Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Yeah, they were just drinking buddies back in Colombia. You know, for me, all of this makes pure sense that D. Alex Meeks, the grandfather Duncan would dunk with uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez. You're not, fr you're kind of, you sit outside of time, you do. That's, yeah, that's why I get hired for all the drum gigs. He is a drummer, gentle listener, you should know this. Uh, we will cut soon to some of his drum work and you'll hear him. Boom, bap. But, uh, and he's a man of time, he's a, he's a, he, he's a clockmaker, a watch. I'm a watchmaker. Yeah. You're an orologist. That's true. Yeah. Yes. So time, you but you sit outside of time in that you're not from, you're not from 2019. If you see him at night, we're all sleeping. He'll come at you with a night smock that he sleeps in and a little candle. That's true. To piss, to night piss. Yeah, in Quebec. And you and you you have notes. Can you pull out one of your notes from today? Here's some notes. What did I write? Today would have been very. Uh... I don't think it would have been very exciting today. No. Well, Henry Flint. I did write Henry Flint down today. Yeah. Who's Henry Flint? He's an American avant-garde nihilist anti-art composer. I don't know if he's... Oh. I don't know. I just, this is just something okay. to look up. Okay, great, great. He goes underneath the American Precision Museum, which is in Vermont. He goes what? Just on this, on this list. He's underneath oh. the American Precision Museum. Wow. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, on, yeah, your, yeah. on your on list. This, on okay, this okay. List. Got it, got it, got Just it. Looking, that's, yeah. So he's got these beautifully uh, penned out. He'll write his, his set lists in the same script. He's a man of cue cards who sits outside of time, raised by... On the zoo the, of, of ex-Hollywood uh, animals. Is that... That's, do I, that's did, true. Did yeah, I yeah, nail that's it? That's correct. I don't know. Ex... Well, it's... Retired. Yeah. Retired. Yeah. Well, even... I mean, my dad is a... Is a he's a, like a animal man, right? He's an animal okay. wrangler. And okay. so he provides... Or used to provide... They don't use as many real animals in movies now. They use... Uh, it's all animatronic. Yeah, or, or they use... Uh, CG, CGI or uh, robotic. Yeah, 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 this yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, Although yeah, they do... Yeah. Every now and again, they'll 
they'll hire an animal just to photograph it a lot. That and is then, really interesting, right? That it's not, yeah, that the, yeah. we're not... So uh, in the 80s, there were lots okay. of animals. Okay. Used in, he's still, okay. you know, commercials and stuff. But yeah, so this, he has a big, big zoo that my folks do down in South Carolina. Would you fuck around on that zoo? Like, would you be able to just, like, play with a pelican? Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, our house is, like, in the in the place. It's immersed yeah, yeah, in it's the like, place. Yeah, so How many acres? It's like 100 it? acres. 100 acres, and there's about 500 animals or so. What kind of animals? You know, you got, like, herds of various hoofed animals. You got lions, tigers, there's elephants, rhinos. Uh, there were hippos when I was a kid. We got otters. There's, you know, cougars, cougars. Uh, Orangutans, was, was it dangerous? Were, were they concerned about you? And you have siblings? Oh, yeah, I have two siblings. I was the oldest of of three, and uh, Ooh, yeah, yeah it's you a know, big this, responsibility. Well, I, I remember, you know, run, you know, you run off. Well, you don't run off. You just go outside in your yard for for a minute, and then you're, uh, later it's like, hey, you can't just run off. Like, where were okay. you going to, like, you know, go see the cougar? Like, that's, okay, yeah, I don't know. These animals are all ha- they're like they're all hand raised, so they're all really friendly. But, like, if you hand-raise a lion, when it's a lion cub, it's like, hey, I want to sit in your lap, and it's so nice. But then when it's, like, 500 pounds, it kind of still wants to do that. So it's like, yeah, it's, you know. Were you that close with them? Like, oh, yeah, you... for sure. Yeah, they always, like, when there's babies, they, they, they hang out in the house. Because, like, their parents hung out in the house. and so, Oh, like, my God. So they're just, yeah. So you have all this, like, succession of animals around. Like, my so parents, they're... every year at Christmas time, there's, oh a, there's a, a Christmas photo taken with an animal. But before I was born, it was just my parents at Santa with a... The chimpanzee, who was like, you know, kind of like my older sister. They bring Santa to the zoo. Well, no, I mean, usually these, you know, these days, this this stopped some years back once the kids dispersed into the wider world. But uh, yeah, it'd be like family portrait with uh, with leopard or family portrait with rhino for the Christmas. You know, we're all wearing Santa hats, including the rhino. Who was your favorite animal growing up? Favorite animal? I I raised a a wallaby, (sighs) a little wallaby. Wow. Once. What was his name? Did you get the name? Yeah, her name was Dajara. I think wow. it was like you know, pick a pick a name from the from the Antipodean continent. Okay. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty good names. I'm always impressed with the names they choose for these animals. They, they oh the zoo you know because whatever there's like yeah you got you know three baby bears born this year let's name them and you know they always come up with crazy names so they're like oh let's look at a map of Siberia and pick a name. Is that how your parents would go about it? it? Seems would to you? be yeah I mean there's you know there's been people what a joy for yeah. them to 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 bond over this fucking. It's, Whose visit. idea was visit. this? Well, I my dad. Th- my dad had the. My dad had the zoo. My mom married him, so she married the zoo. She was. Uh, he inherited the zoo. No, no, no. He sort of started it. He and his dad kept, you know, kept animals around. But then my dad started keeping more exotic animals. Wow. And. Uh, wow. Yeah. It's you know it's unreal, right? Like we it's, won't even get beyond the zoo in this interview. Yeah, it's a pretty. It's you just you know this is that's my experience growing up like as a kid. You know, you're like, it's just not in this world. It's you not. You should visit. You should really visit. I, nice, I would love they nothing the zoo, more. They, they closed the zoo to the public. Like after I don't know thirty forty years, they were like, yeah, this you know we'll just we're just gonna like this is gonna be our backyard thing again instead but, of having to deal with all the people and all were they farming them out to hollywood like was that well, oh yeah so yeah my dad was he in the he 80s? trained them so he would you know if it, basically you know stephen king's making a miniseries out of his book the stand and they're gonna need like a crow and some cockroaches and some rats and a deer and a dog and all the stuff and so they call you they know, always call you yeah dad. they call my dad yeah my, my mom was producing uh, she's a, an art student in the you know when she came to south carolina from south america uh-huh. and she was working on the documentary uh film that they would have at like a battlefield in south carolina you know the okay. battle of cowpens and they needed they're like oh we need wolves we need to have some wolves for this like 
spooky night shot uh -huh. to use in our like half speed uh, you know visitor center film okay and she's okay. like great, you know, like, great okay picture. you're gonna you're gonna get the wolves and she's like okay I'll find the wolves and you know a few weeks go by there's like sorry I can't find wolves can we use dogs no you can't use dogs we need we need wolves you know yeah if we hear there's a guy over and you know over the mountain who's got some he's got some wolves and Meeks it's, it's like oh yeah his name's Meeks it's like oh this sounds kind of sounds kind of creepy I don't I don't know if I'm gonna thanks for the tip but if I'm really stuck I'll, maybe I'll call this Meeks character so a few weeks go by no wolves so finally she calls calls David Richard Meeks over in Welford South Carolina with the with the wolves and she says I guess they hit it off I don't know yeah she says she says my name is my name's Lucia Fields Meeks I'm gonna need some of your wolves. Um, no, yeah, just Lucia Fields. It was no right, at that, that would have been very presumptive, or just a terrible yeah, coincidence. Yeah, right, right. Oh, man, this is great. And the rest is history. The rest is history. What a wormhole she fell into. There you have it, yeah. Apparently, one, on one of their first uh, outings, uh, knowing one another, they went to pick up some bear cubs. And when they, you know, they drove, <laughs> they drove wherever it was, wherever you go to get bear cubs from some other person who keeps animals, I suppose. It's a beautiful first date. Let's go buy some bear cubs. And they bring them back. To the yeah, zoo, yeah. and uh, there's three of them. And my dad says, "All right, cool. I'll, you know, I'll look after these two, and you can take this one." And bear cubs are like the most cantankerous little fur balls. Of they're just they're like they're really energetic and really cranky, and yeah. they just want to eat. And they're sort of you know they got big claws, and they're yeah. anyway. Some you know twenty years later, he's like, "Oh well, I figured if you could take care of that bear cub, you'd be you'd be great at taking care of you know any other little living thing." So oh wow, do you, are they? They seem like just wonderful parents. Your your folks. Yeah, I think they're like, wonderful parents. They're just like, uh, yeah, like just like, artistic and and. They, it's I didn't. It never struck me how weird. Like they're pretty weird. Yeah. You know, like they do this. They run a zoo. Like, I just. Yeah, they just do their own thing. They're like, yeah, we want to do this thing. So, they and their their whole thing is like, yeah, you should do whatever the weird thing is you want to do. That was kind of the, the yeah. thing growing up. I mean, that, up that was you. it. Was never like they weren't you know sitting me down and be like, you gotta find a weird thing and do it. It was just like. Yeah, whatever the thing is you're into, do that thing. But then looking back, it's like, oh yeah, everyone's like, yeah, my brother's like a race car driver, and is he? Yeah, oh. yeah, he is. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Well, he. Uh, what I about your other sibling? My sister, she's uh, she's the in the context of the family, the weirdest one. She's like a you know, she's like an obstetrician. She's like a real. She's like at five years old, it's like I'm gonna be a doctor, and just like okay. set out to you know. She's like wow, got kids, and yeah. it's like just yeah, yeah she's yeah. doing that. But yeah, where, my, where do they live? Are they? In? They're all in South Carolina. Okay. Yeah, my brother lives. Uh, he lives like nearby. Okay. And uh, he helps look after the zoo, and wow. he, wow. ra he races drift cars all over the country. He what? Ra like, races drift, drift cars? cars? What's yeah. a drift car? It's a car, it's like a type of racing that came from Japan, I think. Okay. And like, you know, Fast and the Furious. Sure, okay. I don't know, he probably wow. saw that when he was a teen. And wow. he was like, I'm going to do that, and then wow. somehow he did. And yeah, now he, he's like a professional drift car driver. Well, you, you grew up with a lot of space, it seems. Yeah, a lot you of space. You were just able to dream and, 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 uh, and, yeah, and sure. roam. But you have like a uber focus and neatness to your life in a lot of ways. Like mm. just, just observing it yeah. like like from from afar. You mm. know, we know each other well enough. But it's like you're, it's, your life is as neat as your handwritten fucking notes in your, in your breast pocket. It's true, I suppose. You know, it's, it's you're a drummer. Mm-hmm. You you're an orologist. Yeah. And and you and you uh, have a flip phone. That, yeah. Those that's are right, the that's right. like there you you're go. very that's a, that's a triangulation. You, yeah, that is kind of right. You're very like um, well, I just I love the way you do all of what mm. you do. It's a great design. Just when you admire, I can definitely admire your your life and go like, yeah, man, that is a perfect one two punch. Well, thank one you. thing feeds the other. You're remaining creative and doing art the way you want to be doing it, you know? I feel pretty happy about, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 
And you went away for a few years there uh, to yeah. study how to fix. Uh, yeah, because I was right? I was here I was here in Canada originally doing music. So you came to Canada to study music to at, go, your, at to York. Go to York. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and then I and I uh, left York and was playing playing in bands, doing a bit of touring with the old rock and roll crowd. And uh, with uh, who were you uh, in Hooded, again? Hooded Fang. Hooded Fang. Yeah, Hooded Fang was the band that I did a lot of okay. traveling with. Okay. And I was working part time with this watchmaker who I'd found. Someone planted the seed in my head. I might like that, and I looked up a guy and made an arrangement to like learn from him and yeah. like a work exchange. And then I ended up staying with him for like ten years. Long, long enough to realize that I really wanted to go like even deeper in, into that thing that I was just doing as like a part-time gig when I wasn't you know like touring or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I went away to the states to go to watchmaking school. Where was that in the, the American uh, Lititz, Pennsylvania? Lititz. Lititz, yeah, Lititz, Pennsylvania. Okay, home of Victor Mousetraps. Oh, great! That's Thank where they, you. Yeah, that's Thank where they you. make, that's that's where they make you, the Victor Mousetraps. Did you visit the plant when you I don't, were there? You know, it's a tiny town. I don't know where they could be making. It's a like a Moravian. It's a Moravian. Uh, enclave like it was ah. the moravians are like this protestant communists ah. and they like made this town and then all these little woods wood slats yeah that, that they stamp the v on yeah and, and then it's a funny and kill the rodents yeah of the world they're losing the There's battle a nice, nice park with ducks there yeah they should take you know alberta whatever they're doing yeah should take some notes should ramp that shit right up yeah yeah let it's pennsylvania so i went there for yeah i went there for a couple of years what kind of a, an experience was that for you to really like immerse in 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 the art of orology you know it was amazing it was also really there were you know by the end of it, it's a two year two year thing like mm -hmm. full time two years like every day like 7 a.m. five you know you had weekends off it's funded by rolex essentially well yeah the, basically they're like oh we need more watchmakers in the world so uh, see if you can you know see if you can find any people who want to do this and if they're if they're up to you know they're up to the task doing uh -huh. this intensive thing like uh -huh. tell them they can come to our school what kind of what kind of guy apart from you or gal apart from you? What kind of human gets into this there, shit? Okay, we had, let's see. So I was a drummer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm still a drummer, but yeah. at that time there was uh, two, two like high-end bicycle mechanics. Oh, wow. We had a guy who was an architect. Okay. We had a guy who wow. was an editor for technical manuals. Great. great. Uh, we okay, had thank a guy, you. We had a guy who was a ship engineer, like worked for uh, wow. NOAA. Is that a no? Yeah, is that a thing? Oh yeah, not Noah the guy with the boat, but Noah. There's oh. some organization. Maybe it's not called Noah. Okay, okay. Anyway, worked on boats. Uh -huh. um, so there, there were like half half of the guys were sort of second career, you know, like guys who were like, oh, I want to, I want to go into watchmaking. Isn't that tired of what I'm doing? And then the other yeah. half were like younger guys who were sort of college age and just got into it. Do you see it as a uh, as a dying thing potentially, or will it be? Will it last? Will it will it outlive us? I don't know if it'll outlive us. I mean, there's luckily there has been an interest in it that is not, it's not a needful interest. It's just like a connoisseur's interest in like high-end mechanical timepieces. So the people uh -huh. who are like paying uh -huh. us to make and fix these things just uh -huh. have, have fancy collections of fancy things. So it's like, you know, you have a collection of sports cars and you need like, so it's super niche, and only yeah, a few really, people can. Yeah. This can, is. The, I was yeah, in. I was yeah. in Virginia, where a colleague of mine works. He works on like really old, like restoring, like museum quality old pieces. And in the town he lives in, there's yeah. a, an organ works, where they make organs, and they'll take like a contract, for like two, three years. They're building this massive organ to go in, like you know, some chapel in Wisconsin, and it's like. Who commissions an organ now? I, and the guys I, there, they were saying, well... Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah I mean, they were, they yeah, were saying... I understand the, this. Yeah. This used to be more... Like, these, these specialized things now, yeah. they used to be more common, but there was less density of interest. But now, now they're less common in general, but the people who are into it are really into it. So the interest level in the world is almost the same. I, 
that's that's great so less people into it but more but more in, into, into it, it yeah. but saturated yeah, like, right. like really obsessed so it's it's yeah there it, you know i'm sure there's typewriter repair people and camera repair be like any little niche thing i don't know the watch thing is a weird because it's like this luxury trade as well yeah so there's the people who are into it just because like oh i have this you know 100 year old pocket watch and then there's people into it who are like oh i have this insane token of wealth that happens to be handmade and i don't know how it works but i want it on my wrist are you kind of commingling with some of these like uh regal regal folk sure yeah i mean that in toronto yeah i work at a place where there's a lot of fancy it's a fancy zone i just remember when i went for the interview for the school the the director of the school who yeah uh, ho hopefully if somehow he hears this will forgive me for ma doing an impression of him because he's just such a, a wonderful german man but he, okay. he said at one point here it comes are you comfortable living a double life oh yeah shit yeah fuck yeah yeah, I said yes. <laughs> I said yes. I believe. I believe so. I'm so happy for you though that you found this this thing to because it suits you so well. Like you see, as I said, you seem like much older, and I don't need. I don't need to know how you're. 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 You're ninety. Happy ninetieth. That's I right. Mean, Thanks very much. You know, it feels like uh, the perfect thing, and I really get like when you compared it to organ building mm. and, and like how how yeah there are less folks but but more focus more on it, it. Yeah. yeah that's beautiful i just yeah i feel really grateful for the ability to work on something that i really like i love it every day I, <sighs> I, it's just like this is what a, i get a such, such delight out of fixing yeah. a watch every day i'm like oh this is yeah i feel like sort of embarrassed about how joyful it is like it's just an exciting thing to do do you listen to music while your clock this is funny i work with gabor you know yeah uh, mr uhouse yeah, himself. yeah that's right um and we work in this store. Shout out to Gabus. That's right. Uh, <laughs> we uh, they pipe in the old uh, classical FM. They pipe in the beautiful music for a crazy world. Oh fuck you! I, I want to hear crazy music for, for a beautiful, beautiful world. world. Thank That's you. Right. That's what we're in the business but, of making. Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna, we're about to move into a new workshop, and we're very excited to have our own sound system. We're, okay. We'll, we'll listen to the Nihilus Spasm Band. Cranky Panky. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Bring it back to bring yeah. it back to basics. But yeah. Yeah. We'll listen y to music. I'm not, I'm sh I'm curious what we'll end up listening to. But, Great. Uh, I can't yeah. wait. That's the curation of it all. Yeah. yeah. No. I'm. I'm thrilled. And then the whole thing, when that this is where you are, is like when I first kind of connected with you, you were studying under a guy named, a Hungarian man named Tibor, and that was the 10-yard experience. Right. Oh, yeah. And then you said, and then I said, well, you know, Sly's dad is Hungarian, and Gabor and Tibor were like these, like, you know, you know, you know, um, uh, what, where, where is it? Uh, yeah, Buddha and Pesht, there right? Go, like, yeah. like they have these du dueling uh, banjo kind of lives in yep. there. So I, I thought he's making this up. Like, okay, so let me get this straight. The drummer I've worked with forever. His father is an orologist in Sly, and his father Gabor. And then this other drummer I know studied with like evil Gabor or like bizarro Gabor. Yeah. Like you're making this up. So like every element, that's why I kind of feel like you're made up because whoever's writing this story of D. Alex Meeks, you're, it's, you can see where I'm coming from in that. Yes. And he was raised uh, on a zoo in, in South Carolina, South Carolina, South Carolina. Yeah. And, uh, and then, I mean, the only thing about it that's almost moderately normal that I can wrap my head around is that you come here to study music. I came here to study music. So, when you arrive at York University... Hmm. I was trying to escape the Bush era. Okay, that... I laugh that, about this now. Yeah, you laugh about that now. Now you pine for it. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I mean, d d who did you connect with at university that kind of make you the musician you are today? Well, so I was, I was studying in the States 
at a school that was like choose your own adventure kind of thing and so I was doing a, I was like oh a bit of theater a bit of music, musical acoustics some studies about Russian literature in high school no or? no and like I went in, to, to college for a to year college in the States, yeah, okay got it Hampshire got it, got it. Hampshire College okay, which I think cool. is closing now after you know they're founded in the 70s and they have no money now awesome yeah wow it's too bad I don't know what's going on um, don't quote me on any of this anyway so I but I, I came to the States because I or sorry I came to Canada rather yeah um, and I, at that point, because I was doing this sort of paint, uh, paint your own picture kind of university experience, write your own degree, they're like, uh-huh. okay, well, you're going to like kind of a normal school now. It's interdisciplinary, sure, but you got to choose a, you you know, are, you, are you yeah. a theater guy? Are you, what oh. are you, a literature guy? Are you gonna, what are you, you got to oh. focus in here. So I was like, well, it's going to either be theater or music, which is when I think now is wow. hilarious because I'm not yeah. really a theater. I mean, you know, I enjoy subtle theater, but I don't need yeah. to be on a stage to do it. Yeah. Um, right. And interesting interesting yeah. so i went into music and i thought oh, okay well jazz i'm gonna study the jazz uh and i did wow, i played in the jazz ensembles i met a lot of the people i play and improvise with now but eventually i, I there was a poster for the new music ensemble with okay. matt brubeck great and i thought oh okay i want to check that out and so i joined the ensemble we started playing you know in c by terry riley and all you yeah. know hawkadus all the stuff yeah cool and uh Hmm. A lot of the guy, who, a lot of a lot of the pieces we were playing had been transcribed by this guy Casey. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Who's this Casey guy?" Mm-hmm. And Matt's like, "Oh, you got to meet Casey." And so eventually, I met Casey Sokol. Great. Um, and yeah, and then all my studies sort of shifted okay. into working with Casey, who was teaching contemporary improvisation and musicianship. And you were and you were doing it through a drummy lens, sort of through a drummy, yeah, definitely through a drummy lens. But uh, there was, yeah, all, all the at that point I started taking sort of world music percussion uh-huh. courses, but just feeding it all into the improv practice. Cool. So it's like cool. you know, like cool. go go deep into the woods of South Indian drumming. Don't leave a trail of breadcrumbs, but when you come out of the woods, remember where you've been, sort of. Yeah. So now you can use those materials in improvising, but not have like. You're the wallaby of. Uh, yeah. There you go. Of. Uh, of avant jazz, right? The Wallaby, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's, what yeah. They, that's what they call me. That's what they call them. Yeah. Um, and what were some of your most memorable music-making uh, experiences going through York? Was it a pleasant time? Uh, it was, like you, yeah, it was great. Were, the music was your really imagination good. was kind of triggered. The improvising was super good. It was mm-hmm. it was just a good group of people, and the it's very rigorous, which I really I like rigor. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, but it was also super super self-reflective there's a lot of recording and listening to what you played and this sort of thing and playing it with different people and playing you know they got he got together with uh some of the dance classes so we were doing improvising with dancing uh-huh. which is seems obvious but it's not often a component of schooling like that so that right. was super good right working with yeah just uh, in in dialogue always in dialogue either with yourself or with someone else or and like sort of uh reflective like very present dialogue not just you know i don't know I got sort of frustrated with the with the like the jazz thing. Yeah, it's it's approach to like the canon of improvisation and like uh-huh. the, yeah. Did, and um, a lot of those folks are you still kind of collaborating with? Well, with yeah, there's your a, family was, from that York. Uh, it seems like everyone days. I play with is from York somehow, oh, and so beautiful, eventually beautiful. it's great. And uh, but eventually I'm like, okay, well, everyone like every time I like want to play a new project or do uh-huh. it's like every, the people I know are all from York, so I'm gonna. I'm going to go out on a limb here and I was on Craigslist. Not, you know, I was, I was actually trying to sell something on Craigslist, but I found <laughs> yeah. a, a guy looking to, uh, to play music and I listened to some of his recordings and 
they didn't make any sense to me as a bassist. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. thought, this is, this is great. I want to play with this guy. So we get together, mm -hmm. you know, at the rehearsal factory. We're setting up and we're like figuring out what we're going to do. And we're playing. Mm -hmm. And I see that his tunes that make no sense, he's written, he's brought on sheet music. I was like, oh, you, okay, you're not just some like crazy dude in your, in your house. Like what, right. what, you know, he's like, oh, well, I went to York. I was ah, like, for Christ's sake. Like, <laughs> he, but yeah, he's a York guy. We like same time. We didn't know each other, but oh, uh, that's yeah. beautiful. That's but yeah, beautiful. so it's like if I find another like-minded musician. He's also from York, so yeah. So I guess there's something good going on there. I think so. I think so. Right. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting. Like I don't think any of the uh, education and the ed the education we all get is like I I don't know, man. All the places got something to give. Yeah, right? sure. Like I I could shit on them equally as I could celebrate. Oh them. yeah. It's kind of. It's kind of the family that you come up in. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I sure. mean? In a lot of ways, it's like asking how... People are like, how was, how, your, how was your mother? How was your father? Yeah. How was your education? In a lot of ways, it's like, we all got one. In a, in, sure, right? Absolutely. Whether or not you went formally right. or not. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah, you can't, it's, you can't untangle what it is you know from where you were. <laughs> Whoa, holy shit. Thanks, D, uh, D Alex Meeks. Um... Let's cut to some music that you make. Can you share uh, some music? Can we cut to like something that you're very proud of having made, or maybe tell a story to set it up? Uh, give is, it, I'm give so it bad. Some I'm thought. so bad at this game. There's the there's the well. You know about dust, right? Sure, I. Yeah. we'll talk about dust. Yeah, I like dust. But can we play a recording of dust? Uh, it'd be there's I think meh, there are recordings. It doesn't come out very well. I mean, sometimes they do, but you got to turn them up really loud. So I imagine, yeah. Let's not play dust <laughs> and talk about dust. The quietest big band in the world. Here is an excerpt. Excerpt? Yeah. That, it's beautiful what you do in dust. So that's your baby. That's that your, is, yeah. That's, I took over from Abraham Dust. Beautiful. Thank you. He gave, he gave it to you? Yeah, he was... He said, he I'm was, done with this. Yeah, he was sailing, your franchise. sailing on into other waters. Makes sense. Yeah. He was tired. Uh, you yeah, won't, he was tired. You, 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 uh, you carry it well. Thanks. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a What an experience. Thing. It really is. Yeah. It really... You know, uh, sometimes I just get so, like, uh, impressed by, like, an elevator pitch of, like, yeah, that is, like, the tagline for it is beautiful. It's just, mm. it, it, it presents beautifully but you got to be like yeah man it, it it it's it's what music should be for me when i heard that band i was like this is so it's a beam of focus it it's it, you know it's collaborative it's uh it goes the right way the, the i'm a big fan of what, of what you do in that band i just yeah, and and you're doing it on a monthly basis. It's now. monthly. Is yeah, that, this yes. this summer we're doing a tour of some outdoor. We're playing outdoors. So at the end of Ooh. July, I think on the 28th I, of July, we'll be playing at the Oculus in Humber River Park. Oh wow! Okay, and great, then, great. Yeah, August. I'm not sure where, but we'll play one on the Leslie Spit because we did a. Uh, How do people find out more about your work? Uh, well, uh, you can go to qualityco.co. Yes, you, and we won't even spell that. You can go to qualityco.co. Is that your website? Yes. Dangerous goods in limited quantities. And and what do they find? They well, find there's, dates? There's, there's some dust. Yeah, there's some dust. There's, there's some dust. There's okay, good. Precious little information, actually. But there's some documentation there. There's a, great, great, there's great. Some recordings. Upcoming gigs? Uh, so, yeah, generally. I try to keep, keep okay. information there. But okay. really, it's it's mostly just for uh, for dust Yeah. and Holiday Rambler. 
which What's is a song project of mine. Maybe you don't even know about Holiday Rambler. Can Maybe we you do. can we play a song? We'll play some Holiday Rambler. Okay, yeah, sure. Here it comes now. A All tune. Cue right. uh, it up. All right. Uh, let's see. This uh, this one's called Before the Dove. project that was before the dove uh yeah this is holiday rambler has been an on and off thing this happened like sort of around 2012 to 2015 like right okay. before i was leaving for watchmaking school yeah and then i thought uh 
when I'm in Pennsylvania, rural Pennsylvania, I'm like, oh, I have, you know, I have all this time to focus on holiday rent. Wrong. I was, you know, I was at the you library were, every weekend, oh, you know. Wow. So, yeah, it was, uh, wow. yeah, it was, it was all watch. watch you, wanted, you wanted to make it songwriting while you were out there. I just thought, of, oh, it'll yeah, be, I'll you know, like, of course, to, I'll have time. Yeah, I'll yeah, be in the, in the yeah. Amish countryside. Right, but right. But uh, I was really uh, swept up in the watch That's stuff, cool, so, man. Yeah. I like the the ability that you were able to shift your focus. It's, I, just, I, I think, like, if you want to not learn everybody something, does. I don't know if I'd be able to. Go for two years anywhere that's not your home. And learn how to fix a watch. Yeah, Well, I did, yeah, actually, on qualityco.co, You'll yeah. see there's a there's a little clip of an Oriole. It's a mechanical bird. We're gonna play this clip. Oh, We're yeah. gonna play the audio oh, yeah. from that. Oh yeah, it's a good audio. It's yeah, good audio. I think we'll extract it and play it for yeah. the gentle listener because it's a work of art. But go check the video out because he's taken a is it a dead uh, Oriole that's been uh, stuffed? It's a taxidermied bird. I did not stuff the bird. You didn't stuff no, it. I have great it's a taxidermied birds, uh, Oriole yeah. that you've fixed it's an animatronic it's like it's a, like an a automaton? it's like a 19 no sorry it's like an 1890s uh, parlor entertainment from france beautiful beautiful bon beautiful. beautiful beautiful here we have a beautifully taxidermied oriole the purpose of this bird like the purpose of any bird is to bring joy to all who see through a clever system of wires and levers Motion is imparted to the body. The motion of these levers is caused by their engagement with a system of rotating cams. This cam system is driven by the rotation of an arbor geared to a large barrel which contains a mainspring that is wound to power the mechanism. Mounted on this same arbor is a wheel whose rotation drives a lever delivering a reciprocating motion to a set of compound bellows. The air flowing from these bellows is delivered to a small brass slide whistle, whose pitch and activation are controlled by the same cam system as the body of the aureole above. Beautiful music, typically contained in the bird itself, is thus recreated mechanically.
it's charming and you say, and you so you acquired it where Someone, did you find was, it you know in this region of pennsylvania there's all okay. these antiques and things do you have so, it do you have no it's really? still there actually i think you I gotta think, get that is it i think it was offered to me someone was like oh you should take it and i was like hey, i can't take this this thing it's, or maybe he's like if i'm not here when you uh, come back it's yours or something like this wow um yeah i, re- I restored it but he you know the fellow who owned it didn't want me to change too much of it so the bird okay. itself still looks kind of it's not too lively but his song is lively. Yeah, it was. A, it's a beautiful yeah. tone. Yeah, most yeah. most of what I restored was like the bellows. Okay. Because there's this organ uh-huh. works. Yeah. Uh huh. Beautiful. This is really, and this delves kind of into my world of like mm. uh, weirdo music boxes right. and, and and barrel organs. Yeah, this and, giant and, organ. And, yeah. Has. I've never yeah. seen it. I'd yeah. like to see it. Well, I've, I need to see the Oriole too. Yeah. Like mm. it, I love that. I love large scale and then right down mm. to the smallest. Yeah. It's all this and all the and really magnified. It's all the mm. kind of the same technology. Yes, you know, it that's, is. It's so beautiful. I could see how you'd want to obsess and and and, and dig into that, right? It's, it's yeah, the it's same good. with with me and that side of it, right? It's just a magic that's born of a attention pardon me it's a magic that's born of attention yeah, well he's a magician he's also left a club once and somehow made a fire come out of his hands we're here with the the man d alex makes a myth of sorts his life is uh, weirdly constructed but we're getting into it so you've got this songwriting project called holiday rambler which do, i th- do tell well holiday rambler it's uh it is a way to speak about yeah. my experience of knowing the American South, or it has been. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's it's just songs. I have you know I had some some feelings, wow. some 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 songs, some ideas, yeah, some great. some threads of mythology and and family narrative and all these things. So, oh my god, I'm so excited to yeah. hear it. So and then it's uh, it's finger it's like finger style guitar, sort mm-hmm. of drony. I'm 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 sort of in the process of figuring out what it turns into now. Wow, because it's been sort of dormant since I was away, and it, every now and again, someone says, "Hey, can Holiday Rambler play in this gig?" I'll do it. Great, still, that's yeah. good. That's good yeah. information to know. Yeah. Um, where do you want to go musically? What's what are some of your goals? I want to learn Afro-Cuban bata drumming. Haven't done that yet, and I hear there's a guy in Cuba. Oh no, sorry, a guy in Mississauga. Yeah. Uh, who I can study Shout who out to Mississauga. I, I heard there's a guy in Cuba. No, uh, Mississauga. Yeah, that's that right. was a nice yeah. little pivot. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the next... Uh, that's I think I'm going to pursue that. And then there's... Yeah, there's, there's there's some guitar things, but it's really... The, all the guitar stuff is just to support the song. So the mm-hmm. song has to come first. Mm. The song work and then the and then the guitar work. But but the, the drumming, the, Af- the Afro-Cuban bata... I'm excited about. There's also the titillators. You know about the titillators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, we're playing the Guelph Jazz Fest in in September. That's I heard right. That. Yeah. Yes. That's a that's a, I'm looking forward. We're going to be recording soon. Wow. Looking forward to that as well. Strange little. You have a beautiful. You've created a beautiful community of of uh, of weirdos that you collaborate with. I'm so happy to come back to Toronto. You're in clarinet panic as clarinet well. Clarinet panic. That's right. Coming soon to a subway station near you, without drums. Uh, check out clarinet panic if you mu- if you will. You guys, maybe we'll end yeah. with a clarinet panic tune. Mm. You have some recordings. Oh yeah, there's recordings. Yeah. yeah, those are fun. Good, good. Um, is that really intense reading? Like, what's playing that music like for you? We always say that playing that music is like uh, it's like running through a dense forest with a bunch of pals, and like you you get four pals together and you stand at the edge of the forest and you look at each other Ooh. to check in. And then there's a gunshot, and you run into the woods, and you're all running on different paths, but you're parallel to each other. Mm. And so it's usually 
you know, you're jumping over logs, you're ducking under branches, every now and again there's a clearing and you look over, oh, you guys are still here and you keep running, but you can't really, you can't really tell where, you just gotta keep, you know, you gotta, you gotta trust that you're in the right place so that you come out on the other side at the same time. Wow. It's fun. Wow. Corey Lakovich, Corey Harper Lakovich. Yes, sir. Hell of a mind. He it's dreams true. that music. Oh, that's I'd right, yeah. To, I'd hate to be in his sleep. Um, so you, uh, you do exist, and when we went, uh, we've toured a few times, right? It's true. Yeah. And, and when you, we, you, you, we, you, you saw that we were going to Trois-Rivières, mm. you thought, I'm going to visit the clock. L'Ecole I think there's the only, yeah, it's the only watchmaking what school f- in Canada. What a fun day it was trying to hunt down mm-hmm. that, that school. And when you found the guy on the third floor or whatever the fuck it was and we went through and these little rooms where there's all these shavings of you know gold or whatever the fuck it it, they make these watches out of and you just felt right at home it was great it was nice and all of the guys with their little uh monocle it's a loop their loops yeah. looked up with their twitchy little eyes at us and and you twitched back and it looked as if they hadn't you know spoken to another human in in weeks you get sucked into it you know you spend eight hours looking at this tiny little thing fixing the gears yeah so what is in that work Just, i mean yeah it's attention there's all these like all these little things you have to do but what, what i like about it is you have to you the main thing you have to do is make sure that you do all the things so you just have to like stay awake is which is to say, like, be like, I'm here doing this thing, like, moment after moment. So yeah. you have to just, it requires a, a great... A meditation in it's a just way, or a, a presence focus. of attention. Yes, yeah, yes, focus, yes, 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 Which yes, I really yes. like. You just, like, keep, you keep renewing your attention moment after moment. And if you make a mistake, uh, you can't get it back, can you? It's, well, it, it just doesn't, you? I mean, it's it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter if you tighten 99 out of 100 screws properly, because they all have to be tightened properly. <laughs> so, so you have to tighten all of the screws, because if there's one loose screw, the whole thing doesn't work. That's sort of that's sort of the analogy. Mm. It's not for everyone. It's so heavy. It's so heavy. And so in a, in a week, you probably you're not you're probably dealing with one watch. No, no, no. It's or like two two three watches a day. Uh, yeah, you take and, them completely and, and, apart. Okay. You fix anything that's worn or broken. You put it all back together after cleaning all those little parts, and then you adjust all the parts so they work together nicely and is it two or three humans a day that you'll a week that you'll or a day that you'll deal with or oh in terms of oh well they so we work in a shop where they the watches are coming in constantly and we just you know they put them in the in the queue and we take the first one out and the, they keep lining up so you're you're the you're the mechanic yeah that's right yeah shop. exactly there you go yeah me, you're not me front facing yeah. so it's you and gab are listening yeah. to the nihilist spasm band that's right if, if if ever you know someone has some question about what's going on with this watch we really need like the we need the guys in the lab coats to tell us what's up and we'll you're you're wearing a lab coat oh, yeah, at work we wear lab coats yeah that's the tradition yeah it is we're like gentleman machinists james paul would be very jealous mm. of you he was so happy when he acquired a lab coat mm. You get you get you you get one. You get a smock. You get you sleep in a smock, and you you your daytime is in a lab coat. But you don't wear that while you're drumming. When you're drumming, you you're in old man garb from a different time. Look at him. I I think uh, yeah. you're you're a beautiful man. Well, thank you. You Richard. really are well made. I appreciate it. Lucia that. and David Richard. It's true. You've met my mother actually. She was I, very excited to meet you. 
I've met your mother. She was in Toronto once when you guys were playing. I don't know how it came to be, or maybe Clarinet Panic was playing at the Cameron House or something funny. I, I wish think she I met you at the Cameron House. I wish I had remembered. Yeah, someday you'll meet her at the zoo. She's uh, these days she's, she's like raising herds of fancy ibex goats every summer. Does she still make a lot of art? Like, what's her uh, art artistic practice? She's a detail. She loves she loves the detail as well. So I feel like she she wow. actually sort of brings that to everything. You know, I don't know. She'll text me and be like, "Oh my god, I just found a nest of lizards in the garden. I had no idea there were so many lizards." And you're texting her back on your fucking flip phone. Well, yeah, <laughs> yes. But she gets really excited about these little things. I find it really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, "Oh, there's a frog. I love this frog." It's like, "Yeah, you're the best." She's wow. just like, Yeah. Yeah, she hangs out with, like, you know, a baby bison that she's raising and it just follows her around. God, It's man. like, what a weird... Yeah, isn't it? It's strange. It's too much. Yeah. It's overwhelmingly beautiful. It's, good. it's a good time. In the, yeah, in the foothills of South Carolina. I think, you Do know, you if there were more music going on down there or something, I might, you know, it'd be a nice place to be. It's so hot, though. Yeah, that's great. Really Would hot. you go back? Would you move back? Is that a thought? I mean, the work I do requires yeah. a certain density of people. Okay. Okay. All the work I do actually requires a certain density of people. Yes. Like I feel like the music, yeah, if I was... Both worlds. Yeah. I found when I was, Alex and yeah. David, yeah. I found when I was in Pennsylvania uh -huh. thinking I was going to write all this music in isolation, I didn't feel compelled to sing or write music. There was no one to sing it to hmm. that I could see. So here there's, you know, there, there is. There are people who say, hey, will you come sing to us? <laughs> like, yeah, I'll come sing to you. But uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not as... Maybe I'm not as disciplined to create for my own joy. What do you love most about living in Toronto? What's what? I just like all the all the beautiful people here mm. and all the beautiful music here. And Mississauga is not far away, right? That's, oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Cuba is Cuba. close. Yeah, I need to call this guy. It's uh, cool. Yes, a plumber on Toronto Island was a Cuban man. Oh, okay. And I said, wow. "Oh, I want to learn baton drumming." He says, "Oh, a friend of mine teaches that. He lives in Mississauga." <laughs> Very cool. I've been holding onto his number for a while. I need to get Very good. And that's where yeah. Gabor lives. So that's true. Yeah. Kind of, you know. Yeah, Gabor. I always think about Gabor. Uh, he had his workshop in his basement of his house. Mm. He, you know, he loves fixing the watches. So he'd be fixing the watches every day. And Sly had his drums in the basement. Okay. So you know, Sly loves playing drums. Yes. So Sly would be playing drums for six hours every day while Gabor is down there fixing watches. Wow. And Gabor would get a phone call. He'd flip the lights on and off and. Sly would stop. He'd take the phone call and oh, awesome! And go, so I, yeah, I just I just love this. Uh, you know, great system. It's not everyone that would want to listen to drums for six hours a day, but Gabor loves uh, loves his kids. Yeah, and loves their music. We're gonna have him, as you suggested. We'll have him on the podcast as I think a bit of a part two. Oh yeah, to this or three if mm. you listen to the Sly episode, which is pretty choice. Uh, so go back there and listen to the Sly episode, gentle listeners. Sly Yuhas, who uh, has been on the podcast before, we'll get we'll get Gabor and Tom. The whole family is is really got to be on the, on the podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. What's that like to be under his wing? Uh, it's and just kind of jamming with him on a daily basis. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's really like it's it's sort of the dream to work with someone who's been doing it longer than you have, who knows all the. I mean, this is the thing about watchmaking. I was going to say someone who knows all the tricks, but you'll never know all the tricks. That's what's great about it. It's an inexhaustible complication, this field. So you just continue having difficult things to focus on forever. 
So, so he's like, is it's good to have a mentor? Absolutely. You had and now you right. have Gabor. Yeah, so, you know, you've, Gabor, you've, Gabor's you've got, a good, he's got a good 40 years on me here. No offense against Tibor. No, no, Tibor, is, Tibor I couldn't, I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for Tibor. Shout out to Tib. Yeah. But. Tibi. Gabis. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. He's got, you know, like I said, he's got 40 years experience on me, so he's just seen more stuff. So Does he like, understand you? I think we get on pretty well. Like, we're both pretty, uh. Like we're sort of quiet. You, you gotta be in, you gotta be ins, insular or no? He's not. You don't really, really have to be. No. He's super. He's super chill. Super chill. He's super put together, man. Yeah. So you sit down at lunch and chat about like, uh, like oh, the third wheel pinion is uh, you know, can't believe it wasn't engaging. Probably yeah. We're just like total nerd nerd zone. That's really beautiful. Keep going with that. So third, the you third got the old hair, you know, you got your hairsprings, you got your pinions, you got your, this is just like weird mechanical problems you got to chase down. It's like little, uh, what do you call Holy them? Gremlins. Right? Yeah. And it's nice to have someone to bounce. It's like, what's going on with this thing? It's like, well, here, pass it over here. I'll have a look. It's like, oh, I think your thing is, you know. And so he's seen a lot more, like mm -hmm. he'll guide you through that. Like, sure. Yeah. Or he's, you know, or he's like, because every, every watch, every type of watch is you know, based on the same principles, but it might be an arrangement you've never seen. So it's kind of infinite? Like, is he yes. still stumped? Well, that's like what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what's amazing. Bit. I was, yeah, yeah I, I didn't, yeah, yeah this is yeah, an amazing it, thing. It. Like, you, uh, yeah, you, you can learn, you can learn forever and still keep running into new things. You could work in this industry for, you know, 70 years and still get something across your bench you've never seen before. And it's like, you know, you can figure it out, but that's the beauty of it. It's like, oh, wow, look how they did this. This is crazy. He knows a lot about really complicated, like, watches that have, you know, like, chimes and alarms and mechanical calendars and you know stopwatches and all this stuff they just get more and more complicated he's got a lot of uh yeah he's that's sort of his specialty the complications man uh let's take a minute to breathe here and just go listen to that baltimore oriole stuffed just right with narration by our here our boy here d alex meeks so that was your final assignment that stuffed oriole yeah, we had to uh, we had to do a special project at school, and uh, I brought this thing in. It was pretty horrifying looking. You found it in like a shop or yeah, something. Yeah, I found you know the guy the guy was uh, I was land like yeah. my uh, nailed it uh, landlording the fellow who was landlording me. Yeah, uh, he had a um, he had a clock shop. He was known as the global time wizard. Of course, as as I yeah think you are global time wizard, Columbia, okay. Pennsylvania. Wow. Uh, yeah, he had this thing, and so I. Uh, I thought it was just... Were they into it, the, all your, your colleagues? Oh, they, yeah. They the were colleagues, really they, yeah, they, you know, it was good. I brought it to the director of the school, and I was like, yeah. hey, can I, I want to restore this thing. And he's like, wow. beautiful, this is beautiful. It's <laughs> like, all right, great. And so I finished it, and I was like, all right, well, now what, what do I document? He's like, would you like to make a film? And I said, yeah, sure, I'll make a film. That's so they cool. set me up with a, you know, camera and a recording love device. love your imitation of this guy, too. I really love this guy. Yeah. That's, uh, you know. Yeah, what's uh, his name? Herman. Herman. Herman beautiful. Meyer. Yeah, he's a beautiful man. Very cool. Uh, so yeah, I restored this thing, made this video, and then I brought him the video I made, and he said, "Who narrated this video?" <laughs> uh, because I guess he didn't know that I had done that. Because I just went into the office, you know, and made yeah, this thing. And yeah, anyway. yeah, it's it's charming. It really survives, doesn't it? The whole thing is a beautiful piece, and that's on QualityCo.co. That's right. You can see it on QualityCo.co under Ye the heading "An Oriole." <laughs> An Oriole. Well, that makes sense. Oh man! Well, thank you um, for sharing just a glimpse into your into your uh, beautifully constructed life 
where all the pinions are just kind of clicking the but right way, the way they clicking. the way they should. Opinion will click. Uh, opinions, hopefully they're not clicking. <laughs> Opinion is like a tiny gear. Okay. Yeah, hopefully it's gliding smoothly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yours yeah. are. Yeah. Uh, thank you. And let's end on that run. So you and your pals, who are in? Who's in clarinet panic? We got Karen Ng, the mighty yeah, Karen Ng. She episode forty-eight. That's right. That's good work, Sebastian Shinwell. To be on the podcast yet? Yeah. Corey Harper Lakovich. We got to get you two in there, Corey. Yeah, that's uh, those are our, that's clarinet panic. Okay. Yeah. Here they are on the cusp of the forest. That's about right. About to run in. Thank you, D. Alex Meeks. It's my pleasure. We love you. God bless. What are we gonna listen to here? What's the piece? What Some we got fucking Lakovich. Yeah, dream. they got it's funny. A, they a, got funny names. It might a, just be an excerpt. They're long and here long comes. and wacky. Let's enter it. <laughs> Alex Meeks, we love you, and we'll see you again soon on Industry Tactics.
Thank you.